On the Great Plains in 1719, Naru, a fierce and highly skilled Comanche warrior, sets out to protect her people when an unknown danger threatens them. But the prey she's stalking turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal. This week on the Made for TV podcast, it's Prey! Come on! Come on! Do it already! Come on! Come on! We're listening! Come on! Start the show! Come on! Come on! Do it! Arnold! Come on! You're here? (laughs) He's back! He came back! Arnold, thank you for coming back. Just for that reference to to your hit film Predator. Thank uh, goodness. As we open our Prey episode. Is he leaving again? Uh, No, no. He's still here, right? Arnold, you're still here, right? I'm going to hang out. I'm going to hang out for the record. It's cool. Okay. It's cool I thought we could got. start this this off uh, just with, with a quick here, here ceremony here. If everybody could put their hands together and kind of bow their heads. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Our alien father, who mm-hmm. art in space, mm-hmm. predator be thy name. Thy spaceship come, thy will be done to murder us all for game. Give us this day our daily lasers and do not forgive us our weaknesses. For, do not forgive us for weakness, and instead murder us if we cannot best you. Lead us not into life, but deliver us from survival. For this is the podcast for the movies made for the TV forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In Yatuja's name we pray. Yeah. Because you did That's say the... we were doing pray, we were, we were going to pray this week. So Of course. Yeah, we are yeah. going to pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that good? Did yeah, was that, that was good. moving I for it. you, Arnold? I wasn't talking to you. I was talking oh, to Arnold. Oh, sorry. I was yeah. Like, yeah, it was good. Come on, just do the show and don't talk to me too much. <laughs> I like to listen. I don't want to be part of it. I don't like hearing my voice. That's interesting. He's actually at your place now, I guess, because he's not in my place. So what? What? Well, that's weird. I'm not seeing him. I thought I was hearing his voice in the recording, but I assumed he was with Wait, you. He's not with me. He's not he's, with you. He's not with has me. Has Arnold become digital? It's <laughs> digital he... Arnold. Arnold Don't breaks the about... internet. <laughs> God dang it. Okay, uh, welcome everybody to the Made for TV podcast. This is the show dedicated to celebrating and exploring the unique world of movies made for the small screen. My name is Kyle. And my name is Scott, and this is our second of our spooky streaming and screaming season. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the screamy streamies, uh, and uh, yeah, we're it's our it's our it's our month long di- dive into um, oh Halloween horror adjacent movies, really, uh, just things mm-hmm. that loosely fit the the spookiest month, but all brand new releases for a change for us. Yeah, yeah, so brand there. new, and this fits the. Yeah. This is uh, prey is like a. Is it? Tech, would you put it like slasher horror film? Mm-hmm. It's so hard to say. That's what it's I feel like, like it is. Is a slasher horror, but like you know, obviously sci-fi. It's like sci-fi but. slasher action horror. <laughs> you know, like the Predator sl- franchise is kind of like a slasher in that there are people getting picked off one by one and you're getting the POVs but you also usually end up in like it's usually action a yeah. full on assault you it know? is like a like, fight because it's not yeah. like a slasher is like people just getting murdered and trying to get yes. lucky and then and usually they yeah they get like but, 
oh, we tripped him and his foot fell into like the <laughs> the the wood chipper and now we're safe, you know? Like it's not yeah. like a I'm gearing up in the third act to do battle between right. like an equal warrior, which is what rules about the Predator movies. <laughs> um but yeah, I would say slashery, monster movie, monster sci-fi. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's like everything. That's that's kind of what makes it fun. Uh, it's not the scariest movie in the world, but neither is Hocus Pocus. So I think it fits for our month. Um, mm-hmm. And it also is just like a a good movie. It had some buzz this year. Yeah. So why it's great not to give just us a chance? <laughs> pick a good movie. We've watched, well, I think two good movies so far. The first one was... You know, it was debatable. The yeah, it was good half, parts. We good both elements. agreed. agreed yeah. half of it at least was good. You know, yes. But yeah, this one's good. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what was the? I had something I was. Oh, I was gonna circling back because that's what we need to do. I really jumped too far ahead. I started. We've jumped way was, too far ahead. Oof. But circling back, I love that last week. I think it was, or maybe the week before, we finally officially got rid of Arnold. In the canon, he was gone. Okay, and then and then we watch, and then it's like two movies later, yeah, and now he's, he's a ghost. He's, he's a ghost back. in the in the just, in the internet. Just a real because he saved uh, he saved you from the secret society or something, and but, then I don't. Remember, was the, I think the our some sort of deep state that was going yeah. to kill me because of you but then i won the game and then yeah you got to live because you just barely won the game so it must have been on the uh the hairspray episode yeah yeah it was the hairspray one come on guys move on i told you don't focus on me (laughs) okay sorry sorry. arnold sorry Sorry. our bad also it's scott sick today so it's hard for him to keep doing this i don't know why he keeps (laughs) doing the voice he's got a very sore throat it's true it's true listen listen to arnold yeah, I should. And your doctor, but just listen to Arnold. I respect Arnold more than my doctor. <laughs> I feel safe saying that about pretty much any given subject. <laughs> really, in in any walk of life, if you gave me advice and Arnold Schwarzenegger gave me the opposite advice, <laughs> what would you expect me to do, Kyle? I mean... It would be. I mean, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger I know he's not advice. educated on it, but he's Arnold. Like... <laughs> I want him kinda to like me. Ranks you. <laughs> you didn't go to medical school, but kind of still outranks you a little bit. You ever fought a predator? Because he has. <laughs> Before we get into all that movie talking stuff, Kyle, how's your week been? It's been it's been good. Uh, I think it's, we've just recorded like week. four days ago, right? Like it's yeah. been very little time since our last record. I so. worked this week, and uh, that's it. Yeah, it was a wow. uh, good week. So, oh, I, I uh, released my, that book that I talked about last week. So that was fun. Ah, yes. My short story. Your, your my short, short story. story. And um, I read it. Yeah, great. Yeah. What did you think? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Not for me, no. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was you good, already, You already told me what you thought. So I told you what great. I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the writing in it, the actual writing itself. It's not a story that I was fully gripped by no offense but you also know me and me just being tired of uh superhero vigilante stuffs even like mm-hmm. twists or subversions on it 
I sure. think I've even said on this podcast multiple times, like, just give me the straightforward thing at this point. Like, <laughs> I'm done with yeah. being twisted in any way. But yeah, it's um, very. It was very fun for me to put that out there and get some feedback from people who enjoyed. We got enjoyed reading it, and uh, hey, we got good feedback from listeners to the podcast in my uh, Twitch Discord. Oh yeah, they, were, they read. I, oh, we got, cool. We had demands to read it on the podcast or oh something. Oh my gosh, great. Yeah. I've well, let said, me just start. No, no, we'll no. Kyle that. does not get to use. This is this is our shared podcast. There are no individual projects on it. If he reads it on here, I get 50% of all profits going <laughs> All forward. profits. We've been splitting all the profits so uh-huh. far. Yes. Which is. Uh, We're both deep in the red uh, <laughs> on this That's good. Uh, um, yeah, speaking of being in the red, hey, that's where my health is. My whole family's sick because of our stupid kid. That's she's sick. Stinks. It's so. not COVID. Uh, at least it wasn't like four days ago when Dot first started coughing and I tested her. Um, so it's just for me so far. It's mostly just a sore throat and a little bit of coughing. She's been out of school all week. She just can't seem to get over hacking up her phlegm like mm. I need her to so she can go to school. Um, Have you had any uh, chest pain, shortness of breath, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, anything like that? Always. I mean, literally always, um, but not <laughs> all of the new. above. Always. All of the above. I really <laughs> tuned out after diarrhea because that's just, yep, check, yes. We're making uh, this part of the episode a literal doctor's visit between you and I, yeah. right? Like that's Holy. that's what's happening. So Exactly. So just, I don't have any of those symptoms. What do you think? Uh, I think we're going to need to to do a rectal exam. Sorry, it's just protocol. So It's Dr. Davidson's <laughs> diagnosis. What's wrong right. with them? Ba-ding. I'll get over to your house. But I'll play the outro after you check my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the hell's going on I don't here, know. Kyle? I uh, no yeah, neither of our weeks have been interesting because it's only been like four days since we recorded, right? Uh, pretty yep. much all I've done is... Been sick at home with Dot and watched movies. Uh, I watched a really, really gross movie called Society. Um, don't recommend it, to you at least. But anyone out there who wants to watch a really kind of gross, disgusting horror movie, there you go. Um, and then Dot and I did go to the zoo yesterday because it was like, I know she was sick and I was starting to feel sick, but we did wear our masks the whole time, and I also picked the zoo on a weekday in the middle of the afternoon because I knew nobody would be there, and we yes, were near nobody a great the whole time. great time to go until, <laughs> like, what, when, like, did you go at all during the week, uh, last, like, spring, like, the end of the school year when the, mm-hmm. when the zoo first opens? It's, I'm sure we did. And it's, yeah, a it's, always, it's a nightmare. Every day, then. every day, thousands of buses, millions of children at the zoo. And that's all <laughs> it is, is field trips at the end of the year because they're just trying to get in their zoo field trip for the year because it yeah. opens right at the end of like the school year. It's nuts. It's insane going on like a Tuesday at like <laughs> 9.30 in the morning or whatever. No, insane. No. Well, I'm, yes, that is a big no, but luckily at the beginning of October, it's just dead inside. So that's great. It's just me and Dot running around looking at Halloween decorations and animals by ourselves, pretty much. So cool. that was fun. That was the highlight of my week, other than watching Prey and recording this podcast right now, of course. Cool. All right. So with that nice. in mind, Kyle, should we talk about our, our, uh, our, our, our histories with, 
not just Prey, but I suppose the Predator franchise. The history that predates the Prey. Mm -hmm. Predates Mm -hmm. Predator. A Predator. Predator. Uh, yeah, what's what's your history with Predator and Prey? My history with the Predator franchise and Prey. Um, I love the Predator movies. I I don't know when I first saw the Predator films or which ones I first saw. I know I saw one and two when I was a kid. Those, those were the mm-hmm. only ones that were out when I was a kid. Um, and they definitely scared me. I thought the first one was maybe a little boring as a kid. I'm a big defender of Predator 2. Nobody else, like, it's it's not a well-received film, and usually when people talk about the Predator franchise, they'll be like, there's one good movie and now there's Prey. And uh, I'm here to say, uh, false, I think almost every Predator movie is good. So <laughs> suck on that. Um, Predator 2 rules. Um, it's Danny Glover, and he's in, like, He's in L.A. fighting the Predator, but it's also, like, weirdly kind of sci-fi feeling. It's like a (laughs) fictional L.A. that has, like, gangs that are hyper-stylized, and the guns they use are just, like, a little bit off. It's just a little weird, (laughs) uh, the movie, but I really like it. And um, I saw the Alien vs. Predator was huge for me when that movie came out. I loved it. Um... What year did that movie come out? 2000 and it's one or three. I want to say 2003 is when Alien vs. Predator came out. Okay. Um, It's it's somewhere in the very early aughts. I'm just going to type in AVP and see what comes up. Yeah, 2004. Damn it. So close. Um, (laughs) Yes, but that movie ruled to me as a kid. I just have always thought that the Predator design is so cool. Yeah, Predator looks awesome. And I just like the concept. It's just a cool concept. He's a hunter that just comes down to to kill people, to to kill, to prove that it's superior, basically, right? Basically. I've always thought it was misnamed because he's not a Predator. He doesn't like, Predators kill you and eat you, right? He's like a Mm -hmm. trophy hunter. If sure. anything, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I saw. I've seen the only Predator movie I haven't seen is Aliens versus Predator Requiem. Um, any movie, any Predator movie that has come out when I've been old enough, I have seen in the theater. If that was an option, it was not with this one. I would consider myself a moderate fan of the Predator franchise. It's not like my go-to, not my favorite franchise or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, if I had a scale. Or had to rank how strong my fandom is. I'm like a seven out of ten. Mild, moderate, or severe. You're moderate. Yeah, I'm a moderate fan. What What are your gotcha. thoughts, Kyle? Yeah, I had seen um, I've seen Predator and Aliens versus Predator, and I think that's the only two of them that I have seen. I and uh, yeah, I think that I like the Predator a lot. I'm, I'm I'm interested in those other movies. I just haven't seen them. And um, Fair. Uh, I really liked Predator when I first saw that one. And when we were watching this uh, movie, Carrie was like swearing that we had watched Aliens versus Predator together at some point, like maybe even in a theater. I was like, well, we didn't see that one in the theater. That was like too old. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what we watched together at some point, but apparently I've seen one of these movies with Carrie at some point. But maybe you saw the sequel, Aliens versus Predator Requiem. Maybe. I just. Uh, 
I, I never saw that one, that and I've heard it came out in 2007, so that's also probably too not true. Yeah, yeah. So too early. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, there is uh, the other movies in the franchise that we haven't mentioned are Predators with uh, all the people that are on like a they get uh, that one's fun. It's a bunch of humans that get transported to a planet okay. uh, that the Predators hunting them on, and they're all like murderers or killers from earth basically hmm. like different different skilled killers from different like parts of the planet all suddenly appear okay. in a jungle setting to fight the predator <laughs> um and then the newest one uh before prey is terrible it's called the predator it's directed by Shane Black and I thought it was going to be awesome cuz Shane Black makes good movies and it was very disappointing and it's about like the Predator is... There's like a super Predator. I hate right away. Is it like the like, Joker? So it's like a nuanced take on more like the mental illness side of the it Predator is, yeah, and like that backstory that he has uh, before he, he starts does, murdering? You see him put his fingers in his mouth and pull to a smile, but it doesn't really work because <laughs> he's got like that weird tusk <laughs> open mandible jaw mouth. Um, no, uh, it's like about a super Predator that collects like advantageous traits from other alien races. And it's trying to collect this young boy who has like autism for the power of his brain. Basically. Hmm, Um, it's pretty weird. It's not very good. I want to see. So I was very skeptical when this movie got announced. Uh, and I gotta say, I live, it was a happy return to form for the predator franchise. Two sequels. I want to see, I want to see predator versus the witcher. I think that'd be great. See which, see who can hunt who, you know, mm-hmm. with Makes Henry sense. Cavill, mostly just to get Henry Cavill in the series. But yeah. then I also want to see the Predator Pandora, and he just shows up on Ooh. Pandora, and what does he do? You know, how does he? He's like normal size compared to all the Navi people. True. You know, does he just start hunting everything that's huge? I don't know. I think by the time Avatar gets to like part four or five, they should go that route. Like. Just start like James Cameron off the, already. Yeah, well, James Cameron series. already did an alien movie, right? So yeah. like he could easily find a way to join his aliens with the <laughs> Navi, and then have the predators show up, and then we get alien Navi hybrids <laughs> like xenomorphs that have put themselves into the Navi. Sure, oh, that's badass. Blue xenomorphs running around. I'm in. Um, cool. So with the. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, should we talk about Prey? Yeah, I also did not see Prey, and you have seen Prey, so right, you did see Prey before. I I watched it it, when it came out, and yeah, yeah, you had not seen it. This is your first time viewing, first timer. I'm excited to hear what you thought about Prey, Kyle. Cool. (laughs) Well, we uh... we should pop it in. The great thing about Predator movies, too, is they're very simple, easy to take notes on. Very uh, simple, yeah. Like, yes. I just, yeah. I so did find my, with this one, it was a good movie. I'm just not used to, like, watching good movies a lot of times, so sometimes I forget yeah. to take notes, and I'm like, oh, oh, you know, and I gotta, like, <laughs> write down my thoughts as I'm just, like, mm-hmm. kind of watching the movie and enjoying it. So. Oh, this is just good. I'm just sucked in and yeah. having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll do my quick uh, summary that I've been doing for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, although it's pretty hard to do a summary of this movie that isn't basically like the same two as sentences. the back of the box. Yeah, yeah like a, it's... a young Comanche woman named Naru wants to prove herself as a hunter and ultimately does so by taking 
taking down a superpowered alien from space that is terrorizing the region. Uh, along the way, she strengthens her bond with her brother, her people, and most importantly, her cute doggy friend. <laughs> That's the plot of Prey. That's all Just what I'm used to hearing after you summarize. The I know, right? Back Something so basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all there is. There's not more to it. And that's why it's great. Uh, the movie opened, Kyle, and we got like, this movie has a, has patience. I yes. would say the strengths of Predator 1 and this movie is having some patience. So like it opens with like a nice scenic opening naru and the dog are foraging uh through the woods we just get a lot of like scenery shots yeah and i love the look of it as soon as it starts it um i think one of the opening scenes is like the camera kind of coming out of a cave into like you get to see the the landscape it's um it reminded me a lot of revenant because there's a few scenes that are like this just looks like natural lighting and revenant's whole thing was they shot it with only natural lighting and it, it quickly goes away with from like looking like Revenant, but in the beginning, I'm like, "Ooh, this looks like Revenant." And I just have been thinking about Ooh. probably needing to watch Re- Revenant again on like. Uh, were just, you also uh, thinking about it when the Predator and that bear were fucking yes, each other up? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, so much. It was great. Uh, yeah, it looks so, great and uh, looks real good. I take i I think it looks good. Like the 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 shot compositions and everything. I think the color palette is a little muted for me. Um, That's kind of like that like natural the, light feeling that it it's just kind like, of goes with that. Like it, the, with the same note that I have, like it looks natural lighting, which means that the colors are more muted. It's not like, yes, but you can, color. you can fuck with your balances and your like on your camera to make the colors That's be vib- more vibrant or not. It's really just that it reminds me of like, um, like an like an Xbox 360 game, like a war game, like <laughs> yeah. you know, where you're just mostly getting browns and kind of muted greens as your color palette, which is fine. It's not it's not disastrous to the movie. Or it's anything. no vignette around the edges, like no, in Hocus it's Pocus. certainly not Hocus Pocus <laughs> levels here. Um, I like that we right away, right away. I like the main uh, the the main girl, uh, Naru. Um, this actor who's playing her has like the perfect like movie star eyeballs that are just like gigantic. Yes, you know? she does. Like, they just it somehow are more yeah. expressive <laughs> than a normal human. It helps <laughs> that she's always wearing like black paint around yes. her eyeballs, so they really pop. I really thought I you were going to. Oh, good. No, no, no. You go. You go. Well, I was gonna. I was just gonna say. I thought you were gonna say that she has the perfect movie star name because her the actress's name is Amber Mid Thunder, which is just that a, is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Name. <laughs> it's but. pretty badass. Um, no, I was gonna say I like that eye makeup. That black eye makeup on her ends up getting washed away to the point where she just looks like a contemporary woman wearing eyeliner by yeah. the end of the movie. That's true. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah, she's picking for berries, and we get perfect movie shorthand. She's, like, foraging. Well, not berries, but she picks something out of the ground and then, like, looks up at a tree kind of longingly, and then we cut to her, like, throwing an axe at it, right? She wants mm-hmm. to be a warrior. We know right away. She yeah. doesn't want to do the job that she's doing. Um, we get a scene where she's, like, kind of hunting by herself, and she's going to maybe kill a deer. I was like, if you um, kill that deer with a throwing axe, like, that is, that is cool. But it, it's it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. But <laughs> It does not because um, the deer hears like a weird noise and gets scared off and starts running. 
So she chases after it with um, her dog, Sorry, uh, who is Kyle. Did you read about the dog? Sorry, did you say the dog's name? Sorry, I didn't. Uh, 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 Sorry. I you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> did you read about the dog at all, Kyle? I did not read about the dog. The, the famous tidbit when this movie came out that everyone was talking about was that the dog is like a, a rescue dog, not a trained actor. What? They just rescued this no dog way. and just trained it for this movie. What a and great, what a good boy. I know. I know. What a great actor, right? That's why I was like, do I give this dog best performer? Uh, <laughs> it's doing a great Gary job. Gary was like commenting on it during it because she had like some Instagram person she followed said that that the uh they were saying it was the best dog actor you know like animal actor they had watched and so she was loving the dog the whole time and he was great uh, the dog was great he was great um the dog unfortunately gets stuck in like a bear trap here i don't even know it's a bear trap it's it's not like i guess it is like a normal bear trap a bear right trap. i don't know what i'm it's thinking a bear trap. i guess I just was picturing it being more disastrous than you were thinking of a bear claw, a bear claw donut from the donuts. That's what you were mixing it up. That's what I was thinking of. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, The dog's tail gets stuck in there and she helps it, which is perfect because it lets us demonstrate that she is smart at like deducing how technology works or how like a trap would work. Mm -hmm. And also that she has healing skills. We're just like setting up these little tidbits for her. This movie is great at. Setting everything up to pay off, like in the last act. Yes, it is. Know? Yeah, it's Just very classic, good. classic Hollywood filmmaking, straight down the middle shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to see the uh, the Predator Firebird, the ship uh, whose noise scared the deer, like moving through the sky. Could mm-hmm. you even imagine, like? how much that would blow your fucking mind today, let alone in 1719. Yes. You've never seen... (sighs) It's got to be equal, Electricity, like, in your life. Yeah, and then you see something flying. Uh, Yeah. But, like, yeah, anything that they don't know how it works, they explain it. She thinks it's a a sign from the heavens. Yeah. yeah. Like... But, But, yeah, insane. So... Still crazy. Um... And then we get the, uh, we are introduced from here is where we get the scene where Naru is speaking with her brother uh, while they're both like hunting a bird, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, her brother Tabe is his name. Yep. And they are all uh, Comanche actors in this movie. Yeah. Which um, is I cool. Believe. Which is yeah. great. So. And they even did a dub where they all, uh, all the actors dubbed their own lines in Comanche. That's cool. Um, yeah. They were going to do the movie in uh they like they thought about doing it beginning in comanche and having it like transition to english at some point uh just to make it easier on the viewers and i guess just ultimately decided on just having having english English, be the placeholder for a comanche which i think is fine in movies honestly um Mm -hmm. to me as long as you're keeping the the English translations in line with what the actual Comanche like speech would be, you know, like if somebody was, is like, like, uh, when we were just talking about the Sanderson sisters and she was like, we look foxy. Like that's what the, there's no Comanche word for we look foxy. Right. Like that would be weird. But as long as you can keep the speech relatively translated. And this was written, probably written in English, right? It wasn't written like with, I assume so. Them like speaking, it's the a good example of how this would fail. What you're talking about would be Squid Game, which I don't think you saw. At you never mm-hmm. watched Squid Game. It's a good time to to watch it, by the way, because it's now Halloween month again, and mm. kind of good 
good time to watch it if, since you haven't watched it. But um, but the, the English dub for that is hilariously mm. bad. It is so bad. That's what we first started to watch with, and we had to turn it off and just turn on the act. And it's way better <laughs> when they're actually, when you're just having to read subtitles because yes. it, it's just insanely bad how the bad the english dub is for that so yeah (laughs) noted not to watch that then um (laughs) okay uh during this scene though i like tabe though right away um he could be a very annoying character like the they could easily have made him a roadblock to her success and they don't do that. Yeah, which is know? good because like, everybody is else supportive. is the roadblock. Like yes. everybody else is the roadblock, and we we def- desperately needed her to have like a friend, right? And so exactly. or and have some connection that, to another character versus her just hating everybody. And I think that's perfect because he is in like a position of power and is you know close, and she's very close with him. So it's like society doesn't support her right now, but she has at least a system in place where it's like working with her brother, she can maybe change society's mind, you know? And he Mm -hmm. is like, you can tell he's always, he's skeptical and he's protective, but he is supportive of her. Yeah. He's supportive. uh, And also he's supportive, which is great because she, she just kind of sucks for most of the movie. Like she is not very good at hunting or anything until like the end where she just kind of starts using her brain but she, he has to like rescue rescue her all the time, and I like, disagree with your assessment. Fa- she just fails at everything. I guess I'll, we'll, we'll we can we talk about it as it happens. I can't. I guess I we think will, she's super smart. Think right at the end, like yes, absolutely. Nobody else in the tribe could have conquered the the predator for sure. Like she uses her brains and figures it all out. But like yeah. the first like three. Most of the first part of the movie is just her failing at everything. I don't feel just... like she fails almost at almost any point that I can think of. Where she's she already fails failed at, the, at, at hunting the deer. So but she's that's already not her there. fault. That's because the predator ship flew by and distracted it. That's not her being bad. Nobody would have been able to get it. Well, that's true, but because... she does run after it and throw the axe at it and misses. So Well, yeah, but at that point, she's hunting it. After it's already like been scared off and she doesn't have right. the right this weapon. This is not the biggest. I don't think that this that's is not like a huge egregious failing. Yeah, it's not. I know, but I think I think <laughs> almost every time where something happens, it's outside of her control that she fails. I don't think it's her sucking. I think almost all of them are situations like this. But we'll see as they come. Okay, up, I well guess. we'll see. I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, she says that she wants to go on her. Uh, uh, Kutamia, I don't know how to say it. Sorry, I'm not gonna know how to fucking say it. Um, which is like she wants to hunt something that can hunt her back. I guess it's a rite of passage for the mm-hmm. hunters in the tribe, right? Yeah, I love the, I love the, um, uh, well, it's, it's not duality, it's not really the word I'm looking for, but the, uh, you know, she, her, she's doing, uh, her hunting like rite of passage and the whole predators thing is, I think it's like a rite of passage, right? Or something like that with their lore where this is like I think part so. of what it's they honestly... do is go and like challenge things that can kill them. And they want to challenge hunters of different places and kill them. And so it's like, I love that both of those things are happening like at the same time. It's like her story. It's also the predator story. Too. Yes. So. It's cool. I agree. They've got a. Uh, uh, they're moving in parallel. I guess their their stories. 
mm-hmm. which is nice. I don't know if it is specifically a rite of passage for predators or if it's like literally like trophy hunting vacationing for them because I've always seen it as like you show up on Earth with technology that's like 10,000 times better than ours and then are like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a fair <laughs> yeah. fight because you could fight back. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, they're definitely yeah, loser. It's not they're a fair more, fight. They're like the losers who like pay to go on a safari to shoot a lion in the head that's like already strapped down you yeah. know like that's the way i view the predator um but uh yeah she wants to do that her brother's like i don't know if you're ready but we'll think about it we can talk about it and then he he shoots a bird down and he's like uh, you didn't hit it and she's like i was waiting for it to come back because i'm the smart one and you're dumb <laughs> um yeah and then we get a scene of her just kind of walking through camp given us the vibe of the camp. I thought this, it's nice just to like see the people of the camp. Um, Mm -hmm. I, it felt like it was, should have been like establishing the layout of the camp or something though, which it really isn't because we don't spend a lot of time. We don't see any more of the the tribe like at all. But yeah, I love, she's just walking through it and it's a giant set and Mm -hmm. it looks great. And I'm like, Oh, this is, this is awesome. This is what I like to see is a real set out in the middle of a prairie. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So. And then we get, um, speaking of things that I, I like with her family, not like being huge roadblocks, is we get a scene of her making medicine with her mom next mm-hmm. um, and like cutting up some fish. And it's very clear that her mom doesn't approve of like her wanting to be a hunter, but she doesn't like overplay it. Like her mom just kind of like hints and like gives some looks. There's not like a big dramatic blow up. There's some passive you know? aggression there. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's like it's very believable while still being like, I don't want you to do this, but I won't stop you. You know, like it's not annoying as annoying as it could be. If it and was it's a not annoying fight. as a viewer, because like that's you, we get, you get that too often where it's like mom saying, why don't you know your place or something like exactly. that? You know, and yes. it's just like we don't get that, but you can just tell. And that's all you need. That's all you want, you know? And it allows for the mom to be more likable and sympathetic in her very small role that she isn't just like a bummer, mm-hmm. you know? She's, she's, a, feels like a real mom the way you would react, I guess. Um, it's good. And then uh, she goes out and she collects these orange flowers uh, for her mom. Mm-hmm. It's like for medicine. I can't remember what they're called. They come up all the time in the movie so i probably should have written it down the orange Um, flowers yeah Yeah. whatever the magical orange medicine flowers uh in this um but when she gets back they find out that a lion has taken somebody from her tribe mountain lions just fucking imagine a mountain lion just drags you away that's how your days is that what they say i thought he was out and they like they just figured it was a lion or something. I guess I don't know how they knew it was a lion, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they say a lion drug. Like they, he got taken. All right, shit. Um, <laughs> so they all there. The the men are like the hunters are all going out to find the lion, and she follows them. Uh, and I like that her brother sticks up for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, to come along with them because he's like logically points out that she's a good tracker and she knows how to heal so you should probably bring a healer along yeah. with you I've played enough D&D to know you're going to want a healer you need a uh, healer yeah yeah. and the other guy one of the, the other guys are like just clad, just like make me a sandwich you know like go back in the kitchen yeah, they're, like, they're, they're very, the worst <laughs> it's kind of nice to just get plain like like just I don't know, plain language, I guess, They're with, just, like, uh, with mm-hmm. like Native American characters. Because I feel like whenever I've seen, or a lot of times the Native Americans portrayed in media, and it's pro- just 
like their their language is like just different than it feels like maybe it's a little stereotypical or something. This is just more like, like it's plain. all rooted in yeah, like in a in a stereotypical depiction of native people as like super wise and mystical and in tune with everything or whatever the way yeah. they and these guys normally, just like yeah. seem kind of normal they're, they're just like yeah they're just regular human beings who are kind of shitty but yeah <laughs> you know they're just they're just dudes with a lot of testosterone that's what predator movies need is <laughs> yes. dudes with a lot of <laughs> testosterone who meet something that has way more testosterone than them <laughs> um that's actually what I like about this movie more. I watched Predator 1 today as well, um, just to get it fresh on my mind. And what I do like about this movie more than Predator 1 is Predator 1 is like, here's all these alpha testosterone dudes, mm -hmm. and the most fucking alpha badass one of them all kills the Predator. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that this movie is ostensibly the weakest person on paper is yes. the one who kills mm -hmm. the Predator. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we get during this while they're on their way to find the hunter we get something I don't really like that much which is this like predator CG snake kill scene um, you don't like I'm that? not a huge fan of the of of either of the just animal fight scenes with the you predator. know me I like the bear one you know me and CG animals fighting <laughs> yeah you, you know it. I love these scenes <laughs> I just think they look worse than the rest of the movie when they're the full CG animals That's especially because we have the real dog yeah in the movie it makes them it stand is true out more. that is true it does stand out did I love it? No. Yes, I did. I yeah. loved it it's when that's fun. I still like thing. a predator fucking shit up, so yeah. it's still fun. I am like, dude, it's just a snake, though. Just leave it alone, like, asshole. He's You're like, it's a predator. I gotta assert yeah. my dominance and skin I love it. that he always, he always waits for them to kill something, too. It's not just, like, he won't save something's life. He's not a hero. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, uh, you killed something, now you're fair game. I'm gonna go kill you. Yeah. Uh, he's just a bully bully. That's what he is. He wants to see who's going to win. Is the mouse going to win or the snake going to win? Oh, snake won. He now wants to fight turn. whoever's the stronger of that battle. Mm -hmm. um, after that, uh, so yeah, that's just a scene where Predator kills a snake. We're just establishing that it's looking for stronger and stronger enemies, basically, throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. um, they've the, the, the native people, um, the Comanches, they find uh, the hunter that was injured and they fix him up. Uh, and they go to leave, but Tabe stays behind to finish hunting the lion. And they fix uh, him up, but like, yeah, she. So she <laughs> first, she just rubs like some herbs. He's like, let on me put some Neosporin on that, basically. And it's yeah, like this yeah. gaping, open gash wound on him, and it just I'm cracks sure me up. I was just picturing myself. I was just picturing myself in the ER or something, walking into somebody with like a knife wound and just rubbing some Neosporin on it. Well, you're always telling them that they need to cool their blood down, right? So hey, that's your first yeah. step. Oh no, uh, you mean I'm saying therapeutic hypo hypothermia? Yes. Wait, do we do we have an actual Dr. Davidson's diagnosis for this episode? Do we? We do. It's Dr. Davidson's diagnosis. What's wrong with them? Bring. So what you're about to say is that she takes the the orange leaves and she gives it yes. to the guy that uh, that the theory is it cools him down so it helps with the the infection or, or immediately him. cools him down too basically yeah like immediate like, to where he's like shivering 
and then yeah what what are these are these real this is no 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 <laughs> this is not real <laughs> kyle's gonna say we use these flowers oh, yeah in i the pick them all the time room. yeah yeah <laughs> but um no that's not a good idea for someone who has like battle wounds it's not not a great plan in real life but we do use therapeutic hypothermia particularly in people who have uh, just uh, had a heart attack and who have been resuscitated and so people who are in the hospital um, who have had a heart attack we had to use CPR and, and do all this resuscitation and so what you do is you want to cool them afterwards and uh, usually cool them with either cooled IV fluids or um, uh, uh, kind of devices that go over their skin and cool them from the outside but it protects against uh, uh, neurologic damage and so we cool people down between three, 33 and 36 degrees Celsius which is mm. like 91 to 96.8 which is, okay. can you imagine being 91.4 degrees? Like, that's got to be super cold. Like, I can't. Sounds like my dream. <sighs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, we actually, that is a thing in medicine to do sometimes, but not particularly for open gash wounds. Um, and because he's, like, actively shivering when it's happening. It's probably not good for him um, no. to have that uh, in she, real life. She, yeah, she says it's slowing down the flow of blood or something i don't really know yeah i mean there's about. some vasoconstriction that does happen with uh with uh with some cooling but it's uh it, it it's i don't some wouldn't recommend silliness. it yeah but yeah <laughs> and they have to get this stuff must make them extremely cold because the whole like purpose of this that we find later which is the spoiler is that it cools them down so the predator who has heat vision like can't really uh -huh. tell that they're alive really or see mm. them so they must get really pretty cold i don't know they like, must get freezing or the predators cold. or the predators like infrared is like a five degree like you know <laughs> yeah. range that it works in which seems unlikely but um so yeah so that's uh that's it if this guy had suffered a heart attack maybe this uh this cooling thing was pretty good for him but that's it that's dr davidson's diagnosis Dr. Davidson's diagnosis. Woo. Um, that's good. Well, that's uh, so that's what I was going to say. Um, is they fix him up and they go to leave. Toby stays to hunt. But here's where another instance of um, of uh, of Naru being, I think, a great smart character. She's the only person who is like, why is why did the lion leave him instead of eat him? Something mm -hmm. else is out here, and everyone else is like, "Shut up, girl!" Yes, and yeah. They, <laughs> yes. Um, so they leave. Uh, while they are um, leaving, she finds predator footprints and weird, like weird blood. Um, so she goes back to warn Tabe and to help hunt. Uh, so that's is that where she finds the predator blood? Uh, yes, I think so. I just, how cool is predator blood predator Pretty blood rules cool. dude yeah. it's so cool <laughs> can i get a transfusion of predator blood i want to have that glowing green stuff in mm -hmm. me man you just yeah you won't be able to see it on the outside but when you get your blood drawn in the future it'll like come out that like radioactive green be tight as hell imagine somebody <laughs> goes to you go to draw blood and that comes out i'd be you. like there's something seriously wrong with you <laughs> sir you need to go to the hospital immediately and it's like <laughs> And then, yeah, then they'd probably eat you, right? Because that's what predators do. Maybe mm -hmm. uh, they'd he'd melt your skull skin off with 
his mist, his nano mist or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so she, uh, she goes back to help Tave hunt. She suggests that, um, they should hunt, take care of the lion by, uh, basically waiting it like setting bait and waiting in a tree for it mm-hmm. because the lion, because they're in the lion's den, it will think it's hunting them. So they should set up, uh, to fight it. Unfortunately, um, it doesn't fully work out that way. I do like that Tabe is supportive of her plan. Yeah. Um, he's like, let's try it her way. Tabe respects her. He knows that she's smart. Yeah. Like, he knows yep. that she has, like, that that she is smart and, like, that she has skills. So, Unf- yeah. Um, unfortunately, the douchebag that's with them doesn't like her plan and yeah. does will not stop talking and, like, shit, shit talking it. And then the lion shows up and kills him. Um, yeah. and unfortunately it does Naru fights the lion and she basically kills it to the point where like she would have won I think but there is like some predator noise shenanigans or something that distracts them it's the woods uh, right like she sees the the lights yeah. in the woods or something yeah 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 so she gets knocked backward by the lion she stabs it and wounds it very badly uh, and then, but falls off the tree because she's distracted and bonks her head and passes out. Yeah. Another failure. I would I would like to just point out. I disagree that that's a failure. She had a brand new plan. The one guy who didn't respect it died. The lion attacked. She fought it successfully and would have killed it if not for being distracted by this alien. That's the that problem, though, is she got but distracted. But anyone would have been distracted by a fucking... I don't think that's her being a failure. I don't know. Tabe is the man, though. Like, Tabe may not have. I'm saying she slips off <laughs> the... Tabe wouldn't have she had slips the, plan. Off the branch, Tabe. okay? And she falls and hits her head and she's unconscious. And if Tabe's not there, she's dead. And it, win or fail, she's dead at that point. I agree with that, so. but you said she sucks throughout. I don't think that's her sucking. I think that's like, okay, I had a great okay. plan. Maybe I was and being it a little fully worked out. Mm. Tabe wouldn't even have thought of that plan, and he would have been fucking killed by the predator that night if it wasn't for her. Okay, like, maybe I was being a little bit mm, like. Uh, extra hyperbolic hyperbolic saying that she sucks like she doesn't she doesn't (laughs) suck but she would have died she would she she, this is yet another fail she has yet to have a win i think that they i think that they yeah i mean she hasn't she doesn't feel as if she's had a win i think she's had a win and i think tabe agrees because he even says later in the movie like no fucking basically (laughs) killed that lion like but he does he does like say look i was being nice i said we did it but really like I did it. That's why you're not going to go hunt. Like I, well, he says that he says that later. Uh, he says that first. And then later before he dies, he says, you wounded that lion. You would have killed it. But she fell and hit her head. So I get, yes. But he's saying, I know that you would have succeeded if we would have listened to you. And there wasn't an alien jumping around in the <laughs> fucking trees. <laughs> um, okay. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> she gets knocked out. Um, and she gets carried home by Tabe, who then comes to the tribe carrying like a fucking, he looks like a total Chad, right? Like he's carrying a dead lion and its head. Yeah, he's like covered in blood. Yeah. He looks like he looks a total cool. badass. Yeah. Um, he gets made into a war chief, basically. 
Um, which I thought Naru, this is the only time I thought Naru kind of sucked, I would say. She's not happy for her brother, who has been very supportive right. of She's her like, this oh, whole time. I didn't get to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which she is upset, and she did bash her own skull in like <laughs> a little bit earlier. So I get being upset at yourself, but she is like kind of staring daggers at him during the ceremony. Like it's his fault. And I think that's rude. I do think, I do think it's also a little rude of him though, because we know that in his mind, he thinks she did the majority of the work that he doesn't say anything, but he is trying to protect her too. So it's a whole thing, you know, Um, he's probably just annoyed. I mean, the man had to carry her all the way back, you know, all the way back to camp and then go back out and find this is only, this is only child talk right here to think that he's just annoyed. If one of my (laughs) siblings almost died doing something that is like, I think maybe a little reckless for them. I think I'd mostly just be happy that they didn't die, but I wouldn't want to give her credit because I wouldn't want to encourage this for her anymore. (laughs) You know, like I don't, I think that's what it is. I think he is, he specifically says to her, like, you have to stay, you can't do this because I think he's worried about his sister getting hurt. Yeah, honestly, more than, more than being mad. I think he's worried uh, and just is trying to, I think he maybe thinks that even if she is very smart, it's too dangerous to risk her going out there. Right. Um, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And he still is trying to be supportive because he is like, we yeah. did it. And then she's like, uh, you could have let me have it. He's like, why don't you let me go out again? He's like, look, I said we, but like, I did it. Like you, you could have died basically. And, so and like I he think is, like you a, can tell he he's worried a about little... her and he, and he does care about her. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't dislike the way he played the scene. I thought it was, I thought it was good, but I think he has a really great moment of like specifically that moment where he does like the, I said, we did it. I meant I did it. I was giving you credit. He's got like a kind of an energy or a look on his face where I can feel the moment where he's like, okay, she's not going to drop this unless I try to crush her. (laughs) Like, because he doesn't want her to get hurt. I think he does a really good job playing that, that Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I like it. Uh, From here, um basically uh this is where sorry that scene we were just talking about she says she wants to go back out and try to find the other thing that's in the woods Mm -hmm. that distracted her basically and that's where he's like no way it's too dangerous i killed the lion you need to stay here um she is a good call it's like the middle of the night like you do not need need to be traipsing around the forest certainly not traipsing around the forest looking for the fucking predator yes (laughs) (laughs) like come on um Naru moves in opposition uh, of her brother's wishes and of her people, though. I like just the overhead shot of her just literally going the opposite direction mm-hmm. of everyone else. Yeah. Um, and she heads to hunt the mysterious monster the next morning. Um, and uh, then we get like a we get like a predator versus a wolf scene mm-hmm. uh, here, which was another one where I was like, OK, I don't know. It wasn't as cool as the snake one, I thought, but I did like it. I do like how he like kills it and it and then its guts fall out like a yeah, second that later. Was really cool. I always like that kind of anime bullshit. Mm-hmm. Where you cut someone in half and they don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> um then we get uh Naru out in the woods invents the rope tomahawk or whatever this thing is. That thing is ass. so scary. <laughs> I can't, she did that like she, it's a rope attached to the to tomahawk. She throws it into a tree and then yanks the rope back. Never. Yeah. I would never ever do that. Uh-uh. Yank a rope with a tomahawk straight at me. That thing would hit that would embed in my skull for sure. I would be not be most... catching it. 
it's the most like Mortal Kombat bullshit like that <laughs> yeah, has ever is. existed, and I love I it. I do love it. <laughs> She's great at it. Immediately is is proficient in this makeshift weapon and mm-hmm. does and awesome know, things it, with it. It boosts her hunting stat plus five. Yeah, uh, yeah, it does. yeah. Uh, it's just it's just cool. Yeah, this movie in general kind of has the uh, the vibe of like. Alien versus Predator or Mortal Kombat or Freddy versus Jason. Just like movies that are kind of kind of stupid but awesome at the same time, you know? Just like things that are dumb and I don't know. The violence is is gory, but in the most delightful way. And mm-hmm. just very enjoyable, this whole thing. Um the next day. Uh, after she invents her rope thing, uh, she and Sari uh, continue their tracking uh, of the predator, and they find like a bunch of skinned bison or buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is—I uh, thought this was interesting. I, I when I first watched this movie, I remember thinking like, "Why would the predator do exactly. that?" That's exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I thought. I was like, "This is strange," <laughs> and it was like. I didn't think much of it because I should have been thinking something else of it. But like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's interesting that the predator would do that because we did see it skin the the snake already. So we exactly we know that it skins. So yeah. they're so they're setting you up for good, for for that. But yeah, it's, it's like a, a whole herd of yeah, whole herd of bison's just skinned lying in the field. It's gross. Uh, it's messed it up. Yeah. Um, we also get the scene here of the predator. I mentioned earlier, it's got like this misty spray that it uses to melt the flesh off of a wolf skull. Yeah. So it can that just, it puts on its belt just so yeah. it can collect the skull. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That was actually the coolest part about predator two to me as a kid. Is it like it builds out a little bit of the predator lore really vaguely and like that way older movies used to build out their lore where it's just some shit in the background, mm-hmm. you know, but there's a scene where Danny Glover is on the predator spaceship. Oh. Um, <laughs> and you see in the background, like skulls on the wall and it's got a xenomorph skull, like the alien from the alien movies oh, on cool. its wall. <laughs> and that was like the first hint of like, Holy shit, they're in the same universe. Like I thought <laughs> it was so cool when I was a kid. Um, so I love that the predators just have skulls that they collect and leave lying around. Um, this is, uh, oh, after this, we get the swamp slash bog scene, which is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. terrifying too. Maybe the scariest part of the movie is the swamp this, scene. This is particularly where I wrote down. She sucks. Cause she just walks into this quicksand, like, Quick mud. It's just mud, right? It's not. It's like a bog. It's a mud. Yeah. Yeah, but it I, looks I like in the scene where she's just. It looks like she's just like gazing up and like into the sky and just kind of falls into it. And I just start. I just started chuckling. Like she's got to know this forest pretty well, right? And it's not like it didn't seem Maybe. that discreet. Like it seemed like a pretty like well seen area of this is probably not a good place to walk or something and maybe i mean i'm certain i would fall into it i just expected her to like know about it versus just like kind of tripping into it but i don't assume i guess i don't assume that she knows this area that well because this is like 
we've seen two days. This is like day two. They of do. Her they do make venturing mention, off. You you are right. You know? I think they do mention something about we need to go beyond this to go. Yeah, see. Yes, she does say I want to so. go beyond the ridge to hunt for it mm-hmm. to look for it. So I do think it could be a new area. I don't know what the signs of a bog are. <laughs> I do. It yeah. does. It. What happens is I'm literally. I pulled the scene up. Is she bends down because she finds like a broken twig, mm-hmm. and then while she's looking, she sees scratch marks on a tree across from her, and she goes to walk toward that so tree. She's looking at the tree as in. she's like as she yeah, kind of so trips it, into the. It, it looks thing. like the ground is the same there. Maybe she saw the tree mark and was like, "Well, something got over there from here," and not realizing that it's a predator and it just fucking jumped that far you know yeah. <laughs> um but yeah definitely should the ground looks soft enough when she's walking that maybe if i lived in an area yep. that had i'm still waiting for shit, her to have a win is my problem i'm still waiting for her to have a win she pulls and herself out with the tomahawk i'd call that a win I, that is a win that is a win after 18 <laughs> tries of throwing the tomahawk she gets out but she just invented the grappling hook kyle <laughs> cut her true. some slack uh, <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah, that like mud that. looks miserable too. And I bet that, that that's I wonder like how a, fun that was to film though. Like, you know, cause like, I don't know if they just made a, that much mud. A nightmare. Or, um, true. I wonder, hmm. Do you think they made a bunch of like, maybe she's only in like a very thin layer of mud and she's just like, or maybe she's just underground, you know, like mostly like not under, like underground. It's something that's built. And then they filled like, they just, put her head like in a box underground and her head is out and they just pour mud around her head. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I assume they don't make an actor sink into a literal fucking bog. <laughs> you know? She's like Maybe. covered in the mud when she, she, she does get out. That's so, true. I don't know. I, I think it'd be fun. Maybe they all just like jumped into scary. it after. Oh yeah, for sure. But it was probably wasn't that shallow and like she was just like, maybe she was on her knees or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Either way, though, we need this cool swamp scene to set up for later. Yeah. Uh, we have to establish some terrain. That I thought that this was going to be setting up where she would get covered in mud a little, like at one point. To shield like, her? Are they, or... Yeah. I was like, are they going to use the plant or the mud for the mm. shielding of the vision? I personally prefer the mud uh, from Predator 1, mostly because it's not like a weird made-up magic like flower you know and it's a just, very visual thing like yeah. you can see that you know he's they're got mud all over him you know and so it's yeah. a it's a cool visual it'd be cool if she took the yeah. flowers and like we saw her lips like turning blue like bluer and she was like shivering throughout the fight or something you know i don't know sure yeah whatever it doesn't matter that much <laughs> um she gets stuck in a bog. She pulls her way out with her tomahawk. Then we get Kyle. Uh, after she pulls herself out, we get the fucking. She sees the bear that attacks her. Um, the dog distracts the bear. She manages to get away and is hiding from the bear. And then who shows up to fight the bear but the predator? And we get a fucking fight between the bear and the predator. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. I would know that. He was there in the background, just kind of moaning miserably <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I swear um, the bear sound effects, and maybe all bear sound effects, they're all the same roar, right? But I just, it would seem so much like the Skyrim bear, like when you hear that. And so it mm-hmm. just sounded like a video game sound effect to me. This whole bear just seemed like a video game moment to me because he is CG, that's how i feel but... about most of the cg animal fights but i like the bear one i think only because like 
part of me believes on the right day a bear could have beaten the predator. Yeah, well, he takes the yeah. bear takes him down and gets a chunk out of him and yeah. is like roars and 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 like victory and then steps away and the predator's not dead and that's when the predator yes. stands up and gets him. But I love when the predator stands up and the bear immediately like turns around like bitch, what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> like rushes it again. <laughs> Just so funny to me. Um yeah, he really he really trashes the predator for a little bit. Uh, but he ultimately loses and um, Naru like runs away. I love the shot of the predator like soaked in blood holding the yes, bears like holding it up and, and that's how she sees the predator at this point because he's been That'd be only so invisible. Fucking scary. If yes. That happened. <laughs> that's yes. Crazy. The whole thing. Mostly the oh. mostly I mean like mostly her escaping from the bear and going into the into the beaver den. Yeah. Like going up into this i i don't know if all beaver dens are like that well made it just seemed it seemed kind of like cartoonish almost maybe it's just Mm -hmm. i'm thinking of like this looks like she just like went into the angry beavers like it's very much like a movie like a movie set you know where it's like clearly they're probably in like a green studio and they've got like you know a little tree dome that she's just lying in in a green room or something yeah the bear attacking her from that i was like there's no way she can't she won't survive this but then the predator shows up but yeah shows up and saves the day as it does and i like she is smart enough to immediately say nope and just leave away from the predator (laughs) takes her some time you know i probably Uh would have left as soon as they started fighting but yeah, I don't she's, know. In I might be, she's in shock. She's in shock. I was gonna say yeah. I might be scared enough to not want to move and hope they don't notice me. Because if the predator kills the bear and does it far away from this little area, maybe it just leaves me alone, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe it doesn't even know I'm here. Sure. But, um, either way, she swims away, um, and she when she gets out of the like water, she bumps into some bros from her tribe. Um, and they're like, you're coming with us. And she's like, no, I'm not. And then she kicks the shit out of one of them. Yeah. Um, in a, a fight. There's a win for you, Kyle. Yeah. She that kicks is true. that guy's ass. Yeah, she does. Um, and then there's her first unfortunately, win. Love it. Unfortunately, she then gets sucker punched, uh, <laughs> and gets the shit. Well, he's like, fine, her, go. Right? Yeah, whatever. And she yeah. like turns around to leave and then gets sucker punched. So it's, yeah, it sucks. It's bullshit. Um, so they capture her and they tie her up. But guess what? Uh, tribe boys don't last long. They get fucking slaughtered by the predator yep. trying to bring her back. Um, I like here we get a bunch of stuff set up. We get the targeting set up. I mm-hmm. I love the predators like uh, McCree fucking. Or, it's <laughs> yeah. actually Soldier seventy six more right. He's yeah. got perfect aim. Mm-hmm. Uh, bots. Aim bot then, on the uh, mask specifically. Yes. Um, and he's really dumb too. Like once the mask falls off, he doesn't realize that like he can't just point and shoot the gun. Like it just goes to where that the lasers part is are. confusing. I think maybe he assumes like maybe it fires straight if you're not in range, and he just assumes like, well, the helmet's gone, you know, so it'll just fire straight. But, but if it's still on, then it's the targeting would still work. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know what it is. It's like when you're on your when you leave Bluetooth turned on your phone, but you took your headphones out. Sure. And like you hit play on something and you don't hear anything. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and you realize, oh, it reconnected to the Bluetooth when I got back to the house. Like that's there we go. It's playing there. So it's that situation for him. Um, but yeah, they uh, she gets out. Um, I like how she flips the axe that she gets to like cut her ropes. Like she's really good at handling her axe. Yeah, she's very cool. good with the axes. She always. <laughs> yeah. 
And the tribe guys get some hits in. I do like that they don't just get, like, slaughtered completely, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's not fully one-sided. It is... They get their hits in, and I like to think that throughout the whole movie, you can see the Predator taking enough hits where you're like, this thing's probably tired and weakened. Right. So it's a little more believable when one person fights it in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I really like, uh, it kills up most of the guys. She gets out to like an open field where she's crouching with one of the other Comanche dudes, and um, she saves that guy from getting hit by the targeting. Because uh, she understands the lasers and how they work, and so yeah. she like says yeah they get out of the way he's like he's like we've got it he's aiming and she's like it's got us she pulls him down and the arrows just barely miss Mm -hmm. but um i love when they're running through the field and we get the overhead shot and the predator's just moving like four times as fast as them yes just you just see it cutting through the grass so much faster than them he catches up to the other guy and you just see an explosion of blood and Uh it's just great i love it um and this is where uh, she gets caught in that same bear trap, basically, um, from earlier. Or a bear trap, not the same one, probably. Uh, but the predator, like, rolls up on her, sees her down like that, and is like, nope, and leaves. Um, right as some French dudes show up and fucking bash her in the head and capture her. Oh, wee wee. These guys. Uh, here's the thing, though. This is the predator acts like it's got some. I said earlier, it acts like it's got some honor code where it's only gonna fight people that can fight back, right? <laughs> but it's essentially like the predator to me, and what this video, what this movie is, and what my first letterbox review of it was was just. It feels like when you're when you get matched against a hacker in an online video game sure, and you all work together and you fucking beat them. (laughs) Like that's what the movie feels like. It's just that. Oh, um, so he's, he's claims to have an honor code, but we know he's just a hacker. And then, uh, she gets captured by these French dudes. They're the ones that killed the bison. And this is the second time in like two days that she's been knocked out with a fucking blow to the head. So she's probably not going to be okay. Yeah, that's two concussions in twenty four hour period, right? That's, that's really I think bad. Forty eight, maybe. That's still really bad. I mean, that's when you start <laughs> yeah. having memory loss. That's the whole purpose of keeping kids out of sports after they have a concussion. So Oof. it's not good for her long term. No. Um, and I would say this is maybe like a kind of the weak point of the movie for me, maybe. Um, just the, I feel like I would have maybe liked the movie a little bit better if it was if it took place completely in isolation from the rest mm. of the world. I think you know? this is the weak point of the movie has already happened for me, which is the beginning. I was guess I was going to talk about it later is just uh, you, you mentioned patience is like a strong point. I think they maybe have too little too much pace, patience. The, the pace it's just very slow start to the whole movie but i really These fucking millennials they got no patience they can't handle a movie <laughs> i think it's like it's hard when it's like a predator movie action it's like what you're expecting and i was i really enjoyed like the the um like scenery of it but if you're not really like enthralled with the cinema make like the filmmaking of it like in the mm-hmm. beginning it's just it, it's just kind of felt kind of slow in the beginning so i guess i that that's part of my final thoughts too but like right now the french i I really like the french people and i love that they don't translate the french 
mm-hmm. the the French speech, and it makes it feel like they're very much the foreigners in the in yes. the land. And I love that aspect of it. And I think some of the characters that they have in there are are interesting and fun. And so mm-hmm. I do like the the addition of of them, and I think it's a a fun aspect to it. That's fair enough. We can agree to disagree, Kyle. Um, I would say, well, uh, not to, we're not on our final thoughts yet, but I feel like the pacing is almost basically in line with the first Predators uh, pacing. It's pretty slow, that first one, before it gets to And I haven't seen the first one in so long. And I'd actually say the first movie. I don't think the first one's like a, I mean, maybe it is a five out of five movie. I don't know, but I don't I don't think you would think that at all, but I'm not saying that either. I just think that specifically saying, coming to a predator movie looking for action all that i think this is in oh, line with the pacing of a predator movie okay uh, especially because this movie is much shorter than the first than the well not much shorter but like 15 minutes shorter than the uh, original predator as well oh. uh, so it's a little zippier this movie i gotta give it props it is like exactly 90 minutes the credits it's roll it's a good length. at like, like 90 minutes and like 15 seconds it's a tight is 90. when the credits hit yeah I love a Titan. There's nothing I hate more than a hundred minute movie. Yeah. 105 <laughs> minutes is maybe the only thing I hate more because th- those 10, 15 minutes are just bloat almost every time. Anytime I've seen a movie that's like 105 minutes long, I'm like, mm, you probably could cut 15 minutes out of that 10, 15 minutes probably would have been better. Uh, so just cut it out. Just cut the shit guys or go to two hours. No pussyfooting around. It's either 90 or it's two hours. And if you're going longer than two hours, guess what? You're three and a half hours. Those are the acceptable lengths of movies. <laughs> either I'm sitting down all damn day for this movie or I want in and out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So she gets captured by the French dudes. Uh, and this is where um, the... Yeah, you talked about how they they don't speak English. They only speak French, which is great, except for the one translator guy um, who is apparently a pre-established Predator character. What? He shows up in, like, a comic book from, like, way back in the day, I guess, that takes place before this. It's not like they're tying him in in any way. I think it's just the filmmaker. The translator guy? Yeah, that translator guy is, like, from some Predator pirate comic book or something. he's in and he was like that actor's like i'll let's do a sequel with him in it i'll do it um sure or a prequel i mean or whatever you know because uh, he does die right he gets fucked up yes he <laughs> by does the predator um but they the, we find out that the frenchman killed the bison that they are also hunting the predator basically right yeah um, they know about the predator they're yeah they want him and they also have tabe uh who was out looking for um, I think he was out looking for Naru, but just like the opposite you direction. You said that as the if they're like that... having beers with Tabe. You're like, oh, yeah, and they, they have Tabe. Over. He's hanging they out got with Tabe them. over. No, they He's have Tabe. They've captured yeah. Tabe. They've they've captured. Oh no, this grave situation. They've captured her brother Tabe. Um. So yeah, they they basically decide the Frenchmen are going to use them as bait for the predator, right? So they set them up like tied to a tree with Tabe's chest cut and um are all like positioned around that tree waiting to spring a trap on the predator of course the predator just shows up and goes 
fucking ape shit just on them all goes and kills nuts. them. Nuts. Love the way <laughs> sicko mode. Kill. Yes. <laughs> kills all of them in some great ways. My favorite, the net thing that he just mm-hmm. like the net oh, that just net. constricts into the the device so anything inside of it just gets diced. Oh. I've always loved the net. That one's in Alien versus Predator because he does it to the alien and like it sucks into its head and the alien's acid like melts the net or whatever. <laughs> but you get this cool alien with crisscross acid head. It just looks cool. Um, yeah, the net the net rules. I like. Um, I'm a big fan of the of the Predator's arm shield thing that it can just use to just, cool. like, fucking cut people's heads off yeah. and stuff. <laughs> It really reminds me of the the giant metal buzzsaw from Wild Wild West. Whenever it cuts off someone's head, oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes me think of the magnetic collars with the buzzsaws in them, uh, or that fly at them. Um, I thought it was really nice. This is where Tabe um, acknowledges, like, th- this is where Naru's finally, like, really doubting herself here because, like you said, she's had some, she's taken some L's mm-hmm. that I would argue are not her fault, but enough to make her doubt herself, and I like that this is where Tabe is like, no, you are a great hunter. You would have killed that lion. I only was able to kill it because of your plan. It worked. And then he gets to drop the bet, I mean, the fucking line of the Predator franchise, right? Yeah. Which is the, she, she says something like, this thing's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. I saw some of its blood, though. And it's like, if it bleeds, we can kill it. And yep. Like, Fuck yeah. Let's kill it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. I think he delivers that line really well, considering that it is like Amazing. an iconic line with so much weight on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't ham it up. He just says it, mm-hmm. which is all you want. Yeah. So exactly. Like it could be so cringy, the type of like nostalgia baity cringe that I hate. <laughs> But he really delivers it like it feels appropriate to his character and to this moment that he would say those words. Yes. Like that's their their tribe of hunters. If it bleeds, we can kill it. We can fucking do it. Um, So that's great. Uh, I love the guys who like attempt to like knife fight the predator whenever they try. There's like one guy who's like the predator's looking at me just pulls out his knife like what are you going to do man? Just get out of here. You're done. Um Naru ends up uh, freeing um, herself and Tabe very smartly. She's doing this nice little misdirect speech about how when a beaver is like stuck in a trap, it will chew its own hand off to get free. Yeah, I love this. Or whatever. Yeah. And then so she like pulls a bear trap close and puts both of their hands near it. And Tabe's like, uh, Naru, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then she just puts a rock in it to cut the rope. She's like, I'm smarter than a beaver. Yeah, I love that. That was great. <laughs> our rules <laughs> all of this happens while the predator is still just going ham slaughtering like a hundred french dudes it's <laughs> yeah it's, it's so long it's so it's great much. though and i've been waiting for this like uh, like we've gotten some of it but like i feel like it's just taken the the first part of it just felt so slow to me it's like finally like oh cool this i love is, that we're this is almost we're opposites at. on how we feel about this i like this stuff but i would be happier if it wasn't in the movie um Personally, uh, what would you want for just what, like for what are... I like? I like the slow suspense. I like when the predators out in the woods and we're just like hearing it and I don't fucking know where it is. And then maybe one guy disappears more than I want, like an all right. out. And I think that was part of scene. what I wanted was like maybe more guys to just like disappear. And like, mm-hmm. because really we don't get that. We get him like observing nature 
and then killing nature and versus like him like in the camp subtly or something like that you know like something that would have been more like oh crap he's like right there i I wanted more of that type of suspense in the beginning versus like versus what we what we get i think would have helped at least my like anticipation of the beginning in the beginning because i didn't have as much like anticipation of the plot and mm-hmm. in the beginning as much as i expected or, or wanted i guess and maybe so. i liked this movie more this time than i did the first time so maybe it helped just that i've seen it all and i've seen naru be like a badass at the end so i care about her mm-hmm. more you know so like i'm watching it just interested more in her yeah. innately and i'm given that this is gonna be. get it this movie gets a good score so it's not like it's like this yeah. is i think it was egregiously bad the beginning <laughs> it was just the yeah and i only yeah but um i mean same for me i i so. would prefer a movie that was more straightforward horror but i still like all this shit of the predator yeah. fucking people up so i'm still enjoying myself watching it um i think it's a trade off probably in that they want to have like a real emotional character arc in this movie mm-hmm. as opposed to like the first predator where there isn't really any sort of arc that anybody right. has to go on it's just suspense the whole time it's probably harder to do that like build up your character arc and have people getting picked off at the same time and have that yeah, not probably. be like her total focus. So yeah. who knows? They there, did their best. They made, they made their choices. There is one more thing that, that, that she was bad at that I just have to point out. Cause it was my favorite thing that she was bad at when she tries to mm-hmm. shoot the bear. Like when she sees the bear and her bow, just like mm. the, the cord comes off her, her bow, bow and like, yeah, like breaks <laughs> yeah. and the bear sees her and starts charging. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, uh, yeah. So that was just one of the other moments. So probably the only she's great for That's she's fair. amazing for the rest. Don't you of say the another bad out, word so. about her, Kyle. <laughs> I think that a bowstring breaking is could just be bad luck. Everyone's bowstring breaks. She's had eventually. a bad, a lot of bad luck in the beginning. She has, we can both and I think that that's Tabe is reassuring her that it is just bad luck in his uh, moment there. I think so. The predator fight stuff is all cool. Here's um. Uh, real quick uh, she frees them and then we get the scene where she says her brother says he's going to go get a horse to help them fight and she says she's going to go rescue the dog right because it's still at camp Mm -hmm. and this is maybe where like I could do with less actiony stabby stuff like I don't really care that much about watching her just kill a bunch of Frenchmen you know, like personally. I did really, I really liked the the fun, long but... cut scene of her fighting with the one with them, though. That was I really appreciated that. But yeah, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't like, oh yes, she gets to go kill the Frenchman now. Like it wasn't yeah. really. I think with that, yeah. Whenever that we get really actiony and stunty, it always kind of gives me the feel of like fan films because I always <laughs> feel like. Like, uh, guys who want to do their own stunts will direct their fan film of a horror movie and have themselves, like, fight the monster or whatever. Like, there's these uh, Friday the 13th fan films called, like, Never Hike Alone, and I feel like they get a little too... Just like the guys acting a little too stunty for a horror movie. (laughs) And I feel that way a little bit about this movie. It's a little stunty. A little... Just a little too much like it's a stuntman directing it. Uh, but that's fine. It's still plenty of fun. Um, and it's pretty short, this scene, so it really doesn't matter. I just feel like I'm being too nice to the movie almost. Because uh, I'm usually meaner to movies on this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then we get like the the um, aftermath of the uh, of the battle. Um, where we see, I like that we see her and the predator both like healing their wounds. Yeah, his you know? his his healing's way better than hers. She's a little bit better that he can like regrow flesh and instantly seal a cut. Yeah, and she's like applying her neosporin or wound. <laughs> but it is a really cool like it shows her applying it and then him applying it. It's cool. It's a great cut. It's just great David and Goliath stuff. This whole movie, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and um, I love that. Yeah, it it's I. This is probably, this is really where the feeling of like the parallel really hit me pretty hard. I think Mm -hmm. around this area in the film is like, she, she does not want to be prey, right? Like that's how she's like felt is that she needs to prove herself in her tribe to be uh, a warrior, right? And then nobody thinks that she's a warrior. So she's trying to prove that, but also she comes, she comes up against another warrior, the predator who has not regarded her as a threat at all. And so she wants mm-hmm. to almost just be like prove to him that she is a warrior as well. And I think it's just great storytelling. I think it's, it's really cool. So at this point, at this it, point, I'm really just like loving everything that they're, that they're, they're putting forth in her story and the, the plot of this movie. It's, it's cool. I really, really I, appreciate it. I agree. She's got the, um, She's got that great Marty McFly disease where she can't like handle somebody calling her chicken or like, you know, uh, they do a good job of making it believable that she has, she could, she has an out. This thing doesn't think I'm a threat. It will not try to hurt me. I could just leave. Mm -hmm. But instead, like that's the worst thing to her. They've done a good job of setting up the character where like, I understand why to this character, a badass hunter thinking she's not even worthy of trying to kill is like the ultimate insult, you know? Yeah. It's just shitting on everything she wants, so she has to try to fight it, mm-hmm. and I love that. Uh, um, so she ends up, uh, the translator guy that we talked about earlier shows up, and he's missing a foot. He's like, uh, do you have medicine? And he's yeah. Like, Can you heal his, me? Can- <laughs> he shows his foot's entirely <laughs> severed off. It's a clean cut. I mean, he might be okay, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. It's a pretty predator, poor predator uh, rates of sepsis pretty... in those days. I don't think uh, yeah. the thing's gonna get infected. It's not. Yeah, it's not probably good. not going. I don't to think go the predator's well. uh, instruments he was using in that battle were properly sterilized. But mm-hmm. that's a good possible. I guess I wonder if it has any sort of. Uh, I always just imagine somehow that the predator stuff is magically clean or superheats itself when he's cutting people or something, you know, cause it goes so smooth when he cuts through people that I've always kind of pictured it being really hot, but I guess it wouldn't be the case cause this dude's bleeding, um, <laughs> everywhere. It's not like he got cauterized he by it or anything. No. Um, either way, she agrees to help heal him or, at the, I mean, if nothing else, she's given him some drugs so he'll feel better, right? Mm-hmm. Like, before yeah. he bleeds out. Um, and then uh, he teaches her how to use a gun, um, which is, like, why... Which is kind of, like, my area where I just kind of wish that the... That the I just wish that she didn't need to use a gun. You yeah. know? I just wish I it was, like, all her own ingenuity. Um, she does use the gun in a very smart way, to be sure, but mm-hmm. I still wish she didn't need it. Um, she gives him that crap to make his blood cold to help his bleeding and then notices when the predator shows up that it doesn't see him Mm. like, or it it assumes he's dead more than it would someone just laying there. At least I 
I hate that they have her say it, though. <laughs> that they have her say the line, it didn't see him. After, like, the camera has shown him, shown her face, panned down to the flowers, because I know that was a note from some studio, like, executive person. How do we know that she knows? that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the filmmaking is so clearly communicating it visually. Mm-hmm. There's no way the director is so dumb that they were like, well, she probably needs to say it, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just so annoying. Um, this is, uh, the, the Predator ultimately steps on the dude, though. Um, yeah. And, like is the guy screams and the predator kills him. And that's when, um, Tabe shows up and just attacks the predator on horseback. And it's just fucking sick. I think he's just like going wild attacking this thing. Um, and he's winning. He would have won if the predator wasn't like, didn't pull that little bitch move of going invis and disappearing, you know, like that's the indicator to me that the predator Predator's honor is all exactly like his honor is all is all bolstering. If it was, I want to prove I'm the most badass like hand to hand warrior. That'd be one thing. But he's like, I'm gonna show up with technology and fight these humans that are using like rocks against me. Ooh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And he goes invis in a moment where the guy has is has nothing comparable to that like he could just try to straight up fist fight this guy but he's losing so he goes invis and runs like Mm -hmm. that's a total coward move um and so he does do that and he does kill tabe uh who escape or who who lets naru know like escape run away you can kill this Mm -hmm. thing but you gotta like prepare for it um yeah, and I think he has a pretty good death scene. And I, yeah, I love the because they use the line like "This is as far as I go, as, as far, far as, as you go. go," and this is what yeah. like they're supposed to say to the animal as part of their like coming of age, like hunter yes. proving their thing mm-hmm. is like he's told her before when you face the lion, you got to say "This is as far as you go," and then you kill it, and and he's like at the end, he's like, "Look." you got to run because this is as far as I go. It is, is what he says. Cause he's like accepting that he's going to fight this thing and it's going to kill him. And I, it's, it's great. It's so cool. I love it. It is cool. Uh, you know what we haven't even mentioned yet that I just am thinking about. We haven't even talked about how the predator's design is different. Oh yeah. 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 I like that. He's got like a more primitive design. Cause this is like 300 years before the first predator movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and we see, uh, his mask is like almost looks like a skull. Yeah, it looks like he's bone. wearing. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it's, it's made interesting. out of bone. It's cool. It, hey, he looks cool. cool. I just predator predator just looks cool. It's cool. It's the the mouth will just never not be cool when the mask comes off. Mm-hmm. Like that mandible opening is just awesome. His look, it's it's just rad, and it's it is like a practical like predator animatronic mask in this movie. Yeah. Um, which is cool that they they, there are a lot of times where it's obviously like CG and doesn't look that great but but there are some real good stuff with a guy in a costume Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's like the costume apparently weighed like 80 pounds yeah I believe it so horrible (laughs) yeah it's like a humongous headpiece yeah and it's like this they tried to get someone like a I think it's like a basketball player maybe who's like tall and a little bit sleeker than the original Predator, and it just seems like it would be a nightmare to have to do fight scenes in a big 
80 pound predator costume mm-hmm. uh, to me either way uh she she gets away and we get a scene of like her and her mom both mourning i don't really know what those kids are bringing back to the mom oh i did Do not take think- note of that i have no idea uh, yeah, they like bring a bag. Maybe it's Naru's because there's a part when Naru shows back up where her mom has like a really relieved look on her face. And I don't know if the kids, I just don't know how the kids found anyone's body and got out of there. Hmm. So I'm just assuming maybe they found Naru's bag in like the water or something after she got attacked by the predator by the bear. Hmm. You know, uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter either way. She Naru mourns, her mom mourns, and then Naru goes and captures. Uh, she finds like the French leader dude and captures him and cuts off his leg, um, and then uses him as like bait for the predator. Yeah, to bait him into killing himself <laughs> because she. She takes the er, the flowers to make herself invisible and then, like, leaves the gun where the French dude can get it. And he's, like, taking aim at her. And she's like, you don't even realize, like, I'm killing you right now. Mm-hmm. And then and the predator fucking shows up all invis and kills that guy. She has some balls. She sure does. Uh, yeah. Or whatever, some grit to fucking stand there when the predator is like walking right next to her and to not move. And it yeah, even and like cuts off her hair. <laughs> like She like, yeah, moves her leg. She has to move like just yeah. barely out of the way. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, when it, when, it, when it swings for the guy, it does a really big sweep and you see some of her hair strands yeah. fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. So pretty close. Um, but this is where she, uh, while its back is turned to her, she aims the like blunderbuss gun that she got from the other dude and just shoots it right in the back of the head and blows its mask off Mm -hmm. um and she takes that mask and she fucking hauls ass for the final fight kyle yeah it's crazy that he just you know i don't know she like really hits him pretty square in the back of the head and that doesn't kill the predator i guess i wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. it to but like you you kind of wonder you do wonder who knows where its brain is or where its like vital parts are in its anatomy, right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I'm not a predator doctor. <laughs> they didn't cover predator anatomy. No. Wow, sham school you went to. <laughs> um. All right. So she, yeah, she basically the rest of the movie is like the final fight against the predator. Um. It's just really cool action of her. Like it starts with her up on top of the tree. She jumps off the tree onto the predator to like fucking slash it a bunch with her tomahawk. Mm-hmm. Um, I like when she basically tricks it into cutting its own arm off. Yeah. To defend itself with its shield. That part rules. Um, I'm just looking through my notes. She, of like she, the uh, she I set up like a, a spot where there are spikes coming out of a tree because she like knows that it like jumps on trees kind of thing. And like kind of, I don't know if she leads him to one of it. So he like mm-hmm. stabs himself on the tree. Yeah. She's just set, set a bunch of traps and she's using all of her wit against it and it's great. She's using traps and and a lot of like in the moment ingenuity like it's got the shield thing like it's going to cut her head off and she slides back so that it gets stuck on some rocks instead and then like as it's putting pressure to cut her head off she rips its fucking tooth out and stabs it yeah. into it. <laughs> like that part rules. Um all of this is basically, I guess, part of her plan to set it up uh, so that she can get it to fall into the bog slash swamp that she was in earlier, which she does like using her rope 
axe that she wraps around the predator basically um i love when it falls all like dead weight like into the ground Mm -hmm. or whatever when she tugs on it and then once it's in the bog and it can't get out it says to itself well i've got her cornered and i'm gonna aim my magic arrows at her Mm -hmm. and shoot her but as we talked about, it doesn't realize that the Bluetooth reconnected to the helmet when it got close. And so it's actually aiming at itself and it fires. And she says, this is as far as you go. Yeah. And then it fucking kills. That itself. was as far as it went. It was. She goes back to her camp carrying its fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> it's made a war chief and it rules. And that's the end of the movie. That's the end. It's cool. Did you watch the end credits stuff did you catch what happens at the I, credits i know the that there's like something with the with it like indicating more ships coming to because it like the tells the story basically and with like cave drawings and then at the end it shows like the village like looking up to the sky and more of those predator ships come to it and it just looks like they're just implying that that village is toast and everybody died because the predators came back and probably murder I mean, honestly they probably are toast anyway i mean i know they are i know the history of the indigenous people uh, in america it's not gonna go well for them you know no matter what unfortunately um yeah i don't i do like though that this movie doesn't have that that's i like that that's just it's not even like a post-credit scene it's just like the person who animated the credits you know Mm -hmm. like subtle we don't need to have it in the movie we don't need that kind of setup this is a self-contained movie good uh but kyle should we talk that's it that's the movie now's where we normally talk about our best performers to bring a little positivity to the podcast we've had plenty of positivity but we still need our perfect performers Mm. to be picked out perfect uh i'll go first my best performer um was a easy pick for me i thought the actress who plays naru does a great job amber mid thunder um i thought that there were some other I, I didn't necessarily think the acting all around was a plus like superb acting um, from a lot of the different like tribe members um, and like the Frenchman. I wasn't going to like give a, one of the French guys like a best performer. <laughs> they're, they're kind of character actors funny. I'm looking at the credits yeah. right now and like their names are literally like big beard and waxed mustache. Yes, like, it's they are. Hilarious. They are very much like caricatures. <laughs> yes. But um. I mean, she is the show and she does a great job. And so she gets, yeah. she gets my best performer. I'm excited to see her in, uh, the avatar Netflix live action as princess UA. Ooh, she kind of has the, I could see the UA. She's got look. the eye. She's, she's definitely got yeah. the look of princess UA. So a very different Ooh. role for her. I think that that will yes. be, <laughs> um, um, Kyle, we're, we're, guess what? We're in total agreement. It's obviously Amber mid thunder. As Naru, I the only other options really you could maybe choose Dakota Beavers as Tabe, um, because he is good, I think, or you could choose the dog. Yeah, um, exactly. Which I won't do. Yeah, I didn't uh, want to. I didn't want to choose the dog. He does a great job, yeah. but I'm not going to choose a dog for this movie. Sorry. Yeah, so that is part of why Amber wins because she's got great chemistry with that dog. Um, yeah, she's she's fully believable as like a badass and as a great thinker, and she's just kind of like. You know, she's got winning presence throughout the movie, I would say. She's very enjoyable to watch on screen. I hope to see her in many more films. Mm-hmm. Woo. Um and I got Kyle, her I got her a I got her a have you been to you've been to Cork and Cleaver before, their cleaver menu. Have you seen that? Yes, I have seen that. You got her that on yeah. a rope. 
yeah on a rope but <laughs> instead of the menu on the cleaver it's uh it's like the made for tv podcast best performer award so on a tomahawk yeah on attached the, to a rope yeah but it looks like the cork and cleaver cleaver. Well, yeah, that's the, the I had to reach out to them to ask them if they yeah. could make a special print one with those words on it for her. Okay. So. Well, I'll guess I'll just, uh, can you just put my name on it? Yeah. And I'll give her that too. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Great. Um, Kyle, should we get into our final thoughts? Let's on do it. Yeah. This movie. Um, is it more fun for the first time viewer to go last? Yeah, you can go first. All right. Well, here we go. Final thoughts. This is just a fun movie. Uh, It's incredibly simple, but highly effective and mostly well executed. The action is pretty thrilling and intense, while always making the Predator feel very threatening. The performances all around are serviceable for what is being asked of them, I think, for like the character parts and pretty good for the main two that actually get some meat. Um, I like the authentic casting. Uh, the attention to detail really comes through, I thought. Like, the tribe feels pretty, like, alive and relatable. Like you were saying with how they speak. Like, it doesn't feel like it's too steeped in stereotypes, you know, of of film depictions of Native people. Um, I really appreciate, because uh, I great thing that we were just talking about the ending. I appreciate that the movie feels so self-contained. There isn't, like, a bunch of obvious sequel bait shoved in, and it... It feels like a movie to me where they used every cool idea they had for it rather Mm. than saving Mm. it for the sequel. They were like, how do we make a cool movie of indigenous people fighting a predator? And they used any ideas they had to make that awesome. And I like that. I don't like when I can feel a movie holding back because they want to save things for the sequel. Right. Um my only my only slight kind of my only slights against the film um uh, i said earlier i don't really love that color scheme where everything feels a little too brown tone uh just kind of flat to me um some of the cg animal fighting i don't really like and then i uh i didn't i just could do without all of the action you prefer the real the animal fighting fight. you really prefer the real animal fighting oh right? yeah I'm, if you're I'm gonna more make the, the animals fight, fight yeah. i want to see it you like oh, that Milo no, no, no. and Otis movie. I want a CG, sea gore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what I'm all about, is seeing some real animals get killed on camera. I really like Friday the 13th Part 2, where they actually cut a snake in half on camera. Oh, my gosh, that's my really? kind of movie. It's a real I snake. I think it's Part 2 where that happens, yeah. Um, and then I think it's... Is it... Um, Oh my God! What's the big war movie with the I love the smell of napalm in the morning, Kyle? Apocalypse Now. Uh, I think in that movie they really cut like a cow's head off on screen. Oh my gosh! Pretty yeah, it's pretty wild. Jeez, um, that's like when I rewatched uh, Milo and o- Otis this in like a like a year ago. Milo, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I'm familiar with. It. I think we maybe talked about it. I on did. This podcast. I told yeah. you. Yeah, we have talked about it before. But uh, I was like, oh yeah, this this is so fun. And then it's like just uh, oh, the movie is just animal abuse the whole time. Like that's all it is. <laughs> it's, it's like just, wow, they just they really just threw that that pug into the water with a live bear to see what would happen <laughs> and film it. Like that's what happened. Jesus. They it's maimed adorable. a cat to get it to limp, so it would does, look better. Does the dog kitten. kill the bear? Is it like the predator scene? Does the pug? No, I wish. End up winning. Winning. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, Darn. it's a yeah, it's a sad rewatch when you just realize the horror that you that they had to do to film it. Um, but I loved it as a kid. But <laughs> great, not good. Um, Don't watch it now. Anyways. Will not. Will not watch it ever. Promise you that. Good. Uh, but yeah, with the CG animals, I get that they wanted to set up that the Predator only fights like other threats or whatever. But I just think and I think they also want to do a little bit of that paralleling of it going on a journey, just like Naru, like you said. But I feel like there's better ways. Maybe we could have gotten it in for me. It's not a huge hindrance, though. Um, overall, these slight nit picks aside i just fucking love the predator kyle and i'm giving it four out of five melted skulls nice melted yeah. skulls that's good melted or i don't know like defleshed flayed skulls? defleshed i like defleshed defleshed there we go okay defleshed skulls that's what i'm giving it yeah um uh yeah so the things i really appreciate about the movie i love the 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 main character's story the parallels between her and the and the predator and just the warrior her trying to not be the uh not be the prey in her group and and be a predator and then also like needing to like be seen that way in the predator's eyes as well i just thought her character arc and everything was very well made and very fun i love the action those two make it so this is a really fun movie I also really appreciated the the cinematography of it. It just feels so like pretty and they really set up like wide shots to look really beautiful in the beginning. My negative is just that it I felt like the the beginning didn't have the suspense that I wanted. It just felt very slow to kind of get moving with the plot and even though the predator was there like we see him very early um and uh you know why I'm so sorry to cut you off, but you know why I bet they they held off on the suspense for so long um it's just that originally they wanted to market this movie even not as a predator movie like they didn't want you to know it was a predator movie when you went in yeah so they were probably holding off so it would be like even fuck it would like blow your fucking mind the first time <laughs> watching it you know and a predator showed up yeah that'd be cool uh, um <laughs> But uh, yeah, Carrie's main Carrie's main thing was like she didn't really like it because there wasn't a love interest, which is funny to me. That just but I, you and Carrie gotta go see the Woman King. Yeah, I, I do want to see that. That's the only one really like bad. problem with the Woman King is there's just like this forced in romance <laughs> plot in there that is like basically worthless. But I like it because I just know Gina Prince Blythewood kind of likes romance plots. Um, but I'm like that's that's perfect because it's basically like this with just awesome action Good. i didn't you know, need awesome yeah. powerful women and then a romance for carrie cool yeah because <laughs> i didn't need a romance in this one um no it doesn't not need at all. to be here at all uh i thought that i thought that maybe she should have uh you know fixed the predator he's a bad boy but she can fix him i think they should have gotten him. together yeah <laughs> that's the sequel she gets in the spaceship and goes off and they they go to a new planet they go to pandora um hell yeah <laughs> No, I thought it was a really made, really well-made movie, and I'm giving it four out of five as well. Melted Skulls. Boom. Sure, Melted Skulls. I like it. Great. But I'm uh, glad that you liked it. I really uh, did. I just thought it was really good, and so it's, yeah, I enjoyed it's it a It's a hard lot, movie to, so. like, uh, it's one of those movies that's not doing, like, anything new. It's just doing all the old tricks well, mm-hmm. you know? And the parts that, like, I'm you didn't like the French that. guys in there, I thought those they were silly and fun, and I liked that aspect of it. I liked it that they felt very foreign with just, like, 
you don't know what they're saying unless you speak French. And I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. And um, yeah, I just like all the decisions they made in this. So yeah, great. Good. He likes it. We like it. I don't even hate the French part. I'm entertained enough. While I'm just slightly less. I could just feel myself being a little less interested. Mm-hmm. So I just had to make note of it. Um, but yeah, Kyle, we did it. Um, we we we've been uh we've been talking about this movie for a while. Do you want to play a game now, yeah, Kyle? Yeah, let's play a game. Well, we we've been talking about a, a scary movie and its predator. How about we lighten things up and discuss some romances, Kyle? Some romantic right. movies. Mm, good. Mm, sounds fun, right? Sounds great. Not so fast, what? Kyle. Because even though Hollywood loves to tell a romance story, they just can't help but include some predators in there as well, whether they know it or not. Uh So I've picked a selection of romantic slash rom-com adjacent films, and I've boiled them down to their most predatory elements (laughs) in their plot descriptions. Mm, Your task is to name these seemingly romantic and light movies based on less than generous descriptions of their events. Good. Okay. All right. Uh, I've got seven of these. They're really quick. And Sounds good. Hopefully it should just, it's stupid, but look, I'm really tired and I'm sick and I had to make something today for this game. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just, let's just start off with the uh, number one, Kyle, which is a man catfishes his business competitor after running her out of business. Oh yeah. You've got mail, sir. Absolutely, that's you've got mail. That's my favorite rom-com of all time. I I knew you knew. I knew you loved it. That's why I put it in I want to watch it tonight. Maybe I'll just go put that on. You still need to watch Sleepless in Seattle and When Harry Met Sally, don't you? That's true, yeah. I really do. But but that means I wouldn't be able to watch You've Got Mail again. I'd have to choose one of those over the other one. I'm sorry. I got got really distracted because I got a text from AJ complaining about um, your witch game. From last week. <laughs> okay. Uh, <well. laughs> just complaining that you were putting the actresses and the film synopsis in the same order for the first like two, which I noticed when we were playing that they were like lining up one to one. I was like, oh, that's when I realized that's when this. I realized after the first two that I was like, oh, yeah, when I wrote it, I was supposed to mix up the answers when I read them. <laughs> so that's what happened. Yeah. But I, I thought Perfect. it was after the first one, not the second one, which is even worse. But yeah, it's fine. So. Good. So eagle-eared listeners will yeah. notice that, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to you, AJ. It was after the. Uh, it was literally uh, after the second one where I was like, "Oh, I can't read these in the same order." Because I, I just, didn't, I was like, yeah. "Is he trying to fake me out by doing two in a row?" So I'll think mm-hmm. that it's always. Well, that's the same. what you're thinking. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I was gave Trixie. you credit, Kyle. It was Trixie. All right. Um, <laughs> moving on, Kyle. The next, you got one point. Uh, if you get four out of seven points, then your face won't be melted off uh, by the predator. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. Uh, if you win the game, you get to use the cool net thing on like one item of your choosing. An item. Yeah. I don't know. What's yeah, you cool? You can't do it like to a fruit. Living yeah, I'm not going to do it on a living creature. You can do it to a watermelon. I bet that would look really cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, a like pumpkin, a bunch of watermelons. Oh, we went to pumpkin, pumpkin patch and they had $100 pumpkins that were massive. So maybe I'll Ooh, buy, buy one. one? Uh, no. Dude, what if you the... bought one and just made a sick, gigantic jack-o'-lantern on your board? I'd have to have skills <laughs> to make a jack-o'-lantern, which I do not. It would look awful. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe you could buy one and Carrie could do it. I feel like she could probably carve a jack-o'-lantern. 
probably. I don't know. We've never really done it. Maybe once. I don't Interesting. Know. I would have thought that Carrie and your family would have been the sort to like, oh, well, let's all get together and carve a pumpkin. We all go. To, we get the know? pumpkins. We just don't do anything. We just set them out. We don't like carve pumpkins. Oh. Lame. I didn't grow. Okay. I grew up doing it a couple times, but I was mostly interested in eating the pumpkin seeds. Those are good. Ah. Dot mostly just. Dot mostly just stands there and goes, oh, gross, when we're pulling the guts out of the pumpkins. That's about it. <laughs> um, all right, Kyle, next one. We got to get. We gotta burn through these, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, these should all be very easy for, for most people, and I assume for you, uh, but we'll see. Number two, a college student develops an inappropriate relationship with his 15-year-old stepsister. Um... I don't know this one. He's out. I thought maybe there's a chance to know this one. This one is Clueless. Oh, I've only Kyle. seen Clueless once. Oh, it's one of my it's favorites I know. by far. It's a great movie, uh, but I only see it once. It so, is. Yeah. It is. It's a great movie where they really do their best to make you not think about that. She's 15 and he's in college <laughs> and they hook up in the end and they used to be siblings. Weird. Um, it works though. It somehow overcomes all of that. <laughs> um, all right, Kyle, that's fine. Cause you're going to get this next one easily, which is a woman gaslights a man so she can torture him for the public's amusement. Uh, that's so, uh, why is it, it? A woman tortures a man. So there's no gaslights. Amusement. Gaslights. She's lying to him, deceiving him, so that she can torture him on a public, in a public fashion. Uh, this is. I don't know why you think it's so easy for me, but it's like tough when I feel like it's. No, I'm just I don't sifting through. I, I only don't... said I thought it was easy because Celia got it immediately, and that's my basis for these games. Mm. He doesn't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I should know it, but I don't. <clears throat> Our love fern. You let it die, Kyle. This is how to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh, yeah. I'd have, I'd maybe I've seen that one. I don't guess. What are you, not a rom-com fan? You don't like Matthew McConaughey? What's wrong with you? I do. Um, I think, yeah. Is that, that's the one where they both ha- try to lose each other, right? Well, he is trying to, he has taken a bet that he can get a woman to fall in love with him in 10 days. She has taken a story that she can get a guy to break up with her uh, in 10 days. Yeah. So they're moving exact opposites of what they're trying yeah. to do. Uh, yes. All right. Maybe you're not going to do great on these, Kyle. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um, I don't think... Here, I'll skip this one because I don't think you've seen it. And we got to try to build your confidence up a little no, bit. No, just give me okay? that. Just, just, let's go. Uh, no, it's okay. I got. I, uh, it's okay. I got one for you here, Kyle. You ready? Yeah. A man spends 34 years secretly studying a woman to make her fall for him. This one's a little tricky. Uh, Is there time travel involved or something? Kyle, of a fashion, one might say that there's uh, perhaps a loop involved of some sort. (laughs) 
a time loop is a time travel. So yes, there's it's time like Groundhog travel. Day or something. Kyle, it absolutely is. <laughs> He's Groundhog in there for Day. 34 years. Is that, that is the uh, like speculated amount of time, Amazing. according to like the writers or whatever, is <laughs> up to 34 years. So yeah, I was like that. I saw that. I was like, I wonder. That's just fun information. Kyle would probably like to know. Mm-hmm. That, um, all right, you got one, Kyle. So there you go. Bam. Um, okay. How about a man kidnaps a woman with amnesia and tricks her into sleeping with him and raising his children? This movie, I would be, I would highly doubt that you've seen it. I'll be honest. It's, uh, mm, I don't know. Anastasia. (laughs) No, it is the movie Overboard. Nope. Uh, starring Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Okay. It's, uh, is it the movie that sparked their love? I think actually the movie that sparked their love is the movie Swing Shift, directed by uh, Jonathan Demme. So aren't you happy that I had a real answer for you uh, on that question? Because they specifically like re-edited the movie around them to make it more about them because they had so much chemistry or something. (laughs) Uh, The original edit's way better if you can find it online. Um, Either way, uh, in the movie, it's like, Goldie Hawn is this rich woman that hires Kurt Russell to do some carpentry on her boat for like a closet. And he uses a wood that she doesn't like. So she refuses to pay him. And then he sees on the news that she has amnesia. Uh, She falls off the boat. Uh, So he claims her as his wife (laughs) and is like he now he does claim her not with the intent of like being sexual. I think it's specifically like I'm going to keep her here have her babysit my kids and do all the housework for like a month to get the money she owes me. I see. Right. <laughs> and then it's, but then of course they fall in love. Uh, but he does have sex with her while she still has amnesia and doesn't know who she is. So ethics are a bit shaky there. Pretty. <laughs> I don't know if it's even shaky. <laughs> they were pretty into the, uh, terrible. When I wrote, I wrote in, and it's always sunny spec script, uh, in college. And I called it Charlie Goes Overboard, and I made it exactly the plot of Overboard, but Charlie's doing it with a a waitress that he's obsessed with. Hmm. And every character is just like, I don't remember the movie being so rapey, you know? (laughs) Like, that's like, ugh, it's very uncomfortable in real life. Yeah. Um, So that's great. Kyle, let's move on. We got two more of these left, okay? Uh, Here we got... A female toy executive has sex with a preteen boy while he's temporarily consulting at the company. Is is big? Kyle, it is big. She doesn't know that he's a preteen boy, but he is a 12-year-old boy in that (laughs) body. (laughs) All right, Kyle. So what, you've got three. You've missed three. You've gotten three. Ooh, this is it. It all comes down to this. It all comes down to this. All right. I'm standing there facing the predator. And is he going to shoot me or am I going to? He says to you, uh, a man exploits a woman's (laughs) mental disability in order to uh, have sex with her, seduce her, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Would you be able to tell me what the mental disability is or is that a dead giveaway? I think it would be too much of a dead giveaway, but I will say that it is absolutely central to the plot of the movie. Hmm. So a man exploits a woman's mental... It's not 
it's not a natural born disability. Let's put it that way too. Uh, so this is like the result of an accident. I just, I think I'm just going to have to take the arrow to the head and it's, this is where it ends for me, I guess. So this is as far as I go. That's what I meant to say. This is as far as I go. This is as far as you go, Kyle, because you did not get 50 first dates starring. No, I was literally thinking that one earlier in the amnesia one. What was the, what was the, it's Trixie. What was, oh, the mental disability. Oh my God. Yeah, gosh! If you would have mentioned amnesia, I would have totally got it. But I didn't. I, I was literally thinking that one. I said too. it was central to the plot, and I it was know. an accident. I tried to not make it. I mean, I tried to give you the pieces. It's, tar- it's tough. When I'm thinking mental disability, I was like, is schizophrenic? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, but, I know. That's why I realized I had to include that it was from an accident because it's too. If you would have said broad, neurological yeah. disability, oh. maybe you know I, I would have been able to get it. You didn't use the proper medical term, so I couldn't even understand. Yeah. Yeah, so. It was the equivalent of the SpongeBob one where the guy can't understand the accent because he's not doing the part <laughs> noise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Sorry, Kyle. Next time I'll <laughs> say it correctly. Mm-hmm. So to be clear, it's... It, it, it it I don't suck. It just I was set up to fail because of the the way it was worded. Really, yeah. It's almost like you just had bad luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had and bad it's luck. It's not that you're bad. It's that circumstances exactly were against you. Exactly, like Naru makes yes. sense. Kyle, you have what it takes to be a great cinephile. <laughs> uh, deep down. And on that note, Kyle, I think we're done for this week. Don't you? Mm-hmm. I do next believe. week we're doing next week we've got do you want to be Kyle do you want it to be scary or very scary next week oh I'm trembling I don't know maybe mm. maybe scary then very scary so we warm up to it maybe not mm. maybe the other way so you think we should do Hellraiser and then the monsters or do you think we should do the monsters next week and just dive into the scariest possible movie <laughs> yes uh, all right folks next week we're doing rob zombies the monsters Ooh. which is available oh god i don't want to watch it already <laughs> um it is available i might just i might just say neither of us have to take notes and we just do like a a 40 minute episode where we just shit on it that'd be fun let's do that uh yeah let's do that um so next week is the monsters Rob Zombie's sure-to-be-hit film. It is available on Netflix currently. Otherwise, if you don't have Netflix, it was released straight to, like, home video VOD, and fuck, it probably has a DVD. Who knows? (laughs) Um, But for now, let's turn off Hulu, turn off the TV, Disney Plus for any international listeners, because that's where Prey should be for you. Uh, Sorry, turn off the TV. If you're listening and you like what you hear, please remember to follow along to the podcast, subscribe it, rate and review it. Go to our website, madefortvpodcast.com. Follow us on social media, at madefortvpodcast. That's at made, the number four, TV podcast. Thank you to Chris Ratzabout for our theme song. Thank you to Maggie for our artwork. Until next time, I'm Scott. I'm Kyle. And this is as far as the episode goes. It sure is. <laughs>